0: This is the Oklahoma Talking Company. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Oklahoma Sports Show. I'm Jason Evans and with me is Jared Kennedy. Jared, how are you doing this fine evening?
1: Doing pretty good. Had a little technical difficulty, but we're all up and going now, so...
0: Yes, we Thanks are. For that assist. Oh, <laughs> you know, technology—it's just the best all the time. Has it been a good week, Jared? We survived bowl season. We're down to one final college football game. Um, have you had a good week?
1: It's been a good week so far. I'm starting to kind of get back yet after the you had that little long your little break from Christmas and New Year's, and now. Uh, for me personally, at work, it's starting to pick back up, and so I'm starting to get a little pretty pretty busy. But I like busy; it keeps me out of trouble. And and uh, but yeah, it's been good. It was a good good Christmas. good New Year's. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, same here. Uh, I was able to take all last week off, and so that was quite wonderful. Kind of do some planning for 2017, and uh, now just back at it, back at work, and and enjoying enjoying what I'm doing so it's good to be back with you I will say that
1: yeah yeah I kind of missed it kind of missed the break here
0: yeah (laughs)
1: well and I know all the fans missed us too of course oh yeah
0: yeah I I know every every one of them missed us so uh maybe maybe in 2017 we can get uh you know yeah, maybe we'll find a couple more yeah. along the way. Yeah. But hey, let's let's go ahead and and uh, we'll recap um, for kind of the last time this year. Uh, some college football: Oklahoma took care of business in the Sugar Bowl. Oklahoma State took care of business in the Alamo Bowl, and then we talked about Tulsa took care of business back in the Miami Beach Bowl a few weeks ago. So, um, Jared, uh, let's let's go to New Orleans. Oklahoma, uh, the seventh-ranked Oklahoma beats 14th-ranked Auburn. Third to 19 it was 14 13 at the half and then uh oklahoma really just uh took control in the third quarter um what what were your thoughts uh, of this game well
1: right out the gate i thought oklahoma was in trouble because you know you look at the, the you do the eye test first and and i will say and, and i and I don't believe Oklahoma's, they're, they're never like this to me. They always look big. They always look, you know, like Hosses. But for whatever reason, the eye test this time, uh, Auburn was just big. They were massive up front. Yeah. And, Oklahoma, I mean, honestly, Oklahoma looked like little little boys out there compared to Auburn. And uh, it, it took a couple hits uh, early on before I, I thought, you know, it, they might be in a little bit of trouble here. But, uh, you know, never fails. You, you get in a big hype game like that, um, motions are rolling high, you know, early on, and a lot of times it takes the game to settle down. It, you know, the game kind of gets in that settled down uh, atmosphere, and then that's kind of when things start, you know, you know, smoothing out for, for you know, one team or the other, and, and it happened to be for Oklahoma. And, and I will say – uh, it may have took them a minute to get going, but once they got going, they were rolling, yeah, so
0: yeah, I agree um y- you know they the, the auburn marched right down fourteen plays seventy five yards off the opening kickoff and went up seven to nothing and you kind of you know you thought, okay, well, they're here to play, they did uh what they do in terms of Uh, running the football and because Auburn this year just not a big passing team. And, of course, it only got worse in the second half by the time they're on their third-string quarterback. But, um, you know, it it did look like, hey, we're going to have a game. And, you know, for Big 12 doubters, um, there was probably a little bit of all great. Here's another SEC Big 12 matchup that's, you know, not going to go our way. But so, you know, OU's first two drives ended in a punt. And, uh, but, but, uh, they, they got it going there, uh, right before, uh, the, was it in the, uh, in the end of the first quarter going in, uh, right before the end of the first quarter, uh, uh, no, sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase that, uh, into the second quarter, OU gets a 14 play drive that, um, it was a ninety-yard drive. They were backed up, and it, and at that moment they tied up at seven. And I know Auburn went in and kicked the field goal uh, on the next drive. But at that point, Jared, I really thought, okay, OU is going to start clicking. This is where things are going to start happening. And, right. and they didn't take off. Right. You know, I, honestly, I thought they would probably um, be up by by ten or or fourteen going into the half. And uh, so they didn't quite get that. But but that third quarter. Uh, they really showed America what they've been doing to the whole Big Twelve. Um, you know this much uh, mali- this much maligned defense. I mean, you know, for for them to hold even a even a injury plagued Auburn offense to nineteen points. I mean, I I've, I was very impressed with the defense. Um, you know, the offense did what they had to do, but the defense really stepped up, in my opinion.
1: Right, and I I just you know I, watching that game, you I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's very it's it's hard because you know early on when Oklahoma played, you know Ohio State. You know everybody was saying, and even myself. And I mean, if you watch the game, you came away thinking uh, Oklahoma or excuse me, Ohio State is just on a different level yeah. than Oklahoma are. The talent is better at at Ohio State. And then it seems like after that third game or so, that when you know, or second game after that second game, you know or no, I guess it was the third when they kind of went on that, uh, 10 game win streak, um, there throughout the season, you, you kind of, they, they just kind of got better mm-hmm. and better and better. And now, you know, I, looking at them, I, I think it would, I mean, looking at what, you know, like Clemson did to o- Ohio state, you know, I, I, I would take my chances against Ohio state playing them at the end of the year. I think, I think Oklahoma beats them the way they're playing and it's just it just goes to show you that you know you can have one game to where you just look one way and then you know Bob Stoops and those guys you know they're going to they're not going to of course you know expectations aren't met early on when you're losing those games cuz you're wanting to compete for a national title but but I think they did a good job and you know in those players and they even said you know the players had a they had a you know Baker and them had a all players meeting, you know, after that Ohio State game, that I, I think they said, "Hey, listen, we're not going to throw this season in. We're going to make something out of it," and uh, and they did. They went on that that win streak, and uh, I, I think there ain't anybody in the country after watching this game uh, that ain't thinking, you know, OU is definitely going to be in contention next year. You know, when you return, most most all of those guys. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna. I think they said P Ryan declared, didn't he?
0: Uh, or yeah, I believe leaving. so. I was actually just looking that up. Um,
1: right. And, and I, I, I don't know if there's, I think they're still waiting on mixing. Yeah. I haven't heard anyways, yeah. but yeah, you just got a lot of momentum going into uh, to next season. And, and I mean, really looking at this game, I mean, Auburn scored a touchdown to kind of a garbage touchdown right there at the end. I mm-hmm. think, you know, Oh, you had a lot of their, their second guys in and, and, uh, I think they're just wanting to get something on the board. And, and so, you, you know, this game really was, you know, second half, anyways, was a lot further apart than even what the score looks like. O- Oklahoma just took care of business, and they, and they, Baker Mayfield did what he did best and uh, avoided sacks and, and made the big plays. And and uh, you got to give credit to to Mixon and P. Ryan, uh and those guys up front. I mean, Piron and you know, setting that, uh, breaking that record, yeah. you know, for. Um, I think it was Sims, right? Yeah, record. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just you got to give him props on a on a great great end to the season and a great 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 show down there at the Sugar Bowl.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, uh, yeah, it really amazes me when you think about all the 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 talented running backs that OU's had. Um, you know, Pirine will will go down in the record books as the all time. Uh, leading rusher and when you when you consider he's he's only a junior and how often he's been injured in his three years um that's even more right. more impressive in my opinion because you know you know I, I don't know many people who just you, you said something about the eye test earlier I don't know many people who'd be like match up like Adrian Peterson and Samaj P Ryan right um you know just right. on like pure talent but but as far as the records book record books go um I mean p Ryan's got him p Ryan, P yeah. Ryan did the things in college that yeah. Peterson did. And of course, you know, Peterson broke his collarbone, had a major injury there his, his last year, um, in Norman, but, but still I just think it's cool. Uh, you know, and I think it's a good story for P Ryan and, and he did, he did it in declare. And, you know, we'll see what Mixon does last I've heard. Uh, it seems like he, he, he may be leaning on coming back. And then of course Mayfield, uh, has already said he's coming back. And so, you know, looking at that, if, 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 if they have Mixon back, um, you know they're, they're still going to be question marks in receiver uh, because they lose D.D. Westbrook, but uh, you know and Geno Lewis, you know they've got some other guys, but they're going to need someone to step up. But um, I mean, they're I think they're definitely going to be the odds-on favorite in the Big 12. Uh, we'll we'll talk about Oklahoma State in a moment, but Oklahoma State will have a chance to to steal some of those preseason votes, of course. Probably you and I yeah, are more the naysayers that think, well, until Gundy actually beats, you know, OU again, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you've got to make OU oh, the favor. Yeah. But but let's go ahead and talk about that Alamo Bowl. Um, Oklahoma State. I mean, I we talked about it last week, Jared, and we, we talked about what Oklahoma State would need to to do uh, to to win this game because on paper it looked like a very very good matchup, and I believe it was a good matchup. Um, but Oklahoma State, I mean, they, they won thirty eight to eight, and the the touchdown Colorado scored was was uh, against OSU's number twos, and um, I mean, it was a dominant performance, Jared.
1: Listen, we say it all year. We we said it in our last show right before the game, and and the one thing Oklahoma State has has to get over uh, the, the 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 little slump hump or whatever whatever maybe you want to call it that, that they have to get over is they have to learn how to play against Oklahoma. And what I mean by that is. This team right here that played last Thursday night, that team is twelve and zero. I mean, they're there's, or what would it be, thirteen and zero? Would they end up ten and three? Yeah, yeah. That team right there is thirteen and zero. I mean, they're, they don't lose. They don't lose to Baylor at Baylor. If we're playing like we do here, we don't. We, well, we should have lost to <laughs> a Central Michigan anyways, but we don't lose to them. And and we don't lose to Oklahoma. I, I know. Listen, I know as good as Oklahoma's playing. And and people's gonna say, well, they played Auburn, they played Colorado. Listen, honestly, I watched this game, and I, and I Colorado is a good team. Like I watched them, and and you know I watched them throughout the year, and they got a great coach with a great system, and they got they got talent on that team. And I was legitimately nervous going into this game and that what that running back I mean could have ran all over us yeah uh they got a good team it's not like it, it was just a you know a typical over <coughs> excuse me yeah, you're getting, typical all, you're getting all worked out know. Jared yeah it wasn't like it was just a typical you know overrated Colorado team you know coming in and you know that shouldn't have been there they they deserved to be there uh and 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 I just the eye test early on, I just thought they were a good team. And, Jason, they, Oklahoma State just pounded them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't even – it was like they stuck them underwater and they never gave them a chance to come up for breath. Because yeah. they just – when they were down, we just kept kicking them and kicking them. And, and the difference to me is – what the difference between this game and why we can't ever beat OU is because the, we, we play relaxed. We play – we play uh, not scared. Like you know, we're we're calling out all the stops. You know, we're 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 calling these plays we haven't been all year. We're we're not afraid to take a chance on a play because because we're at the bowl game. We we don't have anything on the line. It's, yeah. this is the last one. It doesn't matter if we, you know we want to win, but you know if we lose, it's not like it hurts us. It you know in what bowl we're going to. We're there, and so I think too many times when we play Oklahoma or we play those big games during the season, we're, we're too timid. We, we play, we play conservative because we're afraid to lose. We can't screw up. We can't, we can't blow this opportunity and, and, and it causes us to play timid. I, you know, I made the comment. I think, you know, a lot of that falls on Gundy because I, I, I think, I think our players, you know, play and react with the way our coaches reacting you know yeah. if if our if our if our coaches is, is loose and having fun and and you know not timid i i think our team our team is that way if our coaches you know timid about certain things and and uh you know not relaxed our our team feels that and and i just i think i think that's a lot of the problem why we can't get over that oklahoma hump and and those games later in the season because we we just play too timid but yeah, I'm getting fired up, and I'm kind of kind of ranting here, but it's just <laughs> – it is it is kind of frustrating watching games like this because, you know, you think, where has this been all year? Yeah. You know, what? our defense was phenomenal. Like, like our there was some hitting going on in that game. And, you know, of course then, you know, it goes to show, you know, maybe the Big 12 wasn't as bad as we thought it was. I mean, you're looking at the bowl season – and the way it's turning out, you know, and, and some of our big wins. And then the sec, I mean, crap. Yeah. I mean, we're, well, in the big 10 too, we're killing them in the, in the bowl. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's exciting. It was an exciting game and I was happy for them and it's definitely exciting. You gotta be excited coming into, into, into next year, uh, with, with a lot of guys returning, um, for 2017.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um, you know, when you look towards next year, like I said, I mean, I'm I'm going to to give OU the the nod as the favorite. I know Texas is going to get a lot of publicity uh, right. with Herman, but you know, OSU's got to be in that discussion. Um, you know, honestly, I think in the top two, um, you look at, at what yeah. they have coming back. I mean, I was just, you know, Rudolph obviously, Rudolph and Washington announced they're coming back, and so Rudolph tosses for 314 and three touchdowns. Washington has 171 yards on nine catches, and that was pretty much in three quarters because he dislocated his pinky. Um, uh, you know, that was, yeah. uh, you know, you see that as he's running to the sideline, but. Um, it, it, so you've got, you've got Rudolph, you've got Washington, you've got Jalen McCleskey, you've got Chris Lacey, you've got the, the, uh, transfer from LSU. Who's a five-star receiver. You've got Marcel Aitman coming back. You've got Dylan Stoner coming back. I mean, if all these guys actually, if they return, you know, none of them transfer or anything like that. I mean, that receiving core Jared is just going to be unbelievable. Uh, it's yeah, you know, and then right. not to mention you got Justice Hill and Jeff Carr and a couple a couple highly touted running back recruits coming in and, and and a a good portion of your line is coming back. Um so yeah, I think when you look at Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma as a whole, with between uh, OU, OSU and Tulsa because I think Tulsa we've talked about it. I think Montgomery's building a good program they're going to have to replace Dane Evans and, and and running back and a couple receivers but um, you know things are looking right. good already as we go into 2017 um, yeah. but but we don't we don't need to dive too far into college football for 2017 right. we've got all summer to talk about that it's right. time to talk about some basketball Jared and, and as of, hey real ahead. quick though, real, uh,
1: hey, real quick on that just to end it and put my last thing on it, I will say I'm excited about that. And just to add on what you said, I I agree completely. I think OU is the odds-on favorite for this league, but I do I do think Oklahoma State will be up there contending. And I think it all fall, a lot of it falls on the coaching staff. And like I said, I think that our our attitude and poise is always a reflection of our coach. And I think if we can, if if our coaches, if Gundy, you know, I'll call him out whatever if, if gundy can learn um you know how to have that right attitude and that poise during those big games i think it reflects on our players and, and i think uh maybe we can can finally beat the ou's and 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 uh come over the top but anyways yeah let's move on
0: <laughs> well, it, it'll be there'll be plenty to talk about over the course of the summer. But as a, as of this recording, Jared, uh, Oklahoma State was battling in Austin uh, in basketball, and so Oklahoma State they they came off of uh, a really, I mean, not a, a surprising loss, but maybe a little bit of a disappointing loss to West Virginia. Um, ninety-two to seventy-five, and they go down to Austin, and uh, well, Jared, honestly, they they lose eighty-two to seventy-nine, but this was a game that they they could have won, uh, very easily. Yeah, they and needed they, to win. They they, yeah. they really did, and and I mean, we're not. Definitely not going to jump off the ship. I mean, Underwood's building his program. There were a lot of Ford tendencies in tonight's game, uh, and I'm not even going to try to pile on Ford. But uh, so it's not jumping right. ship. But this was a game. I mean, Texas came in at six and seven uh, overall before this game, and and this was a game that you know they OSU could have walked into Austin and come out with a victory, and they just didn't.
1: Yeah, no. This. Yeah, you say could have, and I say should have because th- this is a game especially playing the big 12 when you got teams like kansas baylor west virginia uh you have to come up if you want to make the ncaa tournament i i, I think that uh a-, a team like Oklahoma state I-, I think they can make the tournament this year mm-hmm. because i think they could be i think at the end of the day i think they could be a uh, uh, the number four team, uh, you know, in the big 12, Yeah, you know, I think they're, they're not going to be past West Virginia, Baylor, um, Kansas, you know, you never know. But, but right now I think, I think they could be even as young as they are, or, you know, the, they're going to have games like tonight, they could be that number four team. And and if you're, if, I think if you're that number four team uh, in a conference, like big 12, um, you're going to be going to the tournament and, and you're going to get, you know, one, one of those mid seeds or so, but, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. We, we, we definitely tonight showed signs of how young and inexperienced and how new coach, new system. Yeah. Uh, um, welcome to the big 12, you know, could you, you know, you come off, like you say, you, you, you come off that game against West Virginia and anybody who watched that game, listen. West Virginia was suffocating. I mean, we couldn't even get, we couldn't even get the throw in, you know, we, we couldn't get the throw in, in, I mean, they were just all overs. I mean, West Virginia is legitimately top, you know, top 10 team. They're a team that I will not be surprised. You know, they could be in the final four Mm. because they're that talented on defense and, and they're that good at You know, if as long as they get some of their offensive help, but their defense is that good, yeah, and and so I kind of expected to see that against a team like that. But when you turn around and you're going down to Austin, the team that's you know six and seven or whatever they are, you you have you have to come away with a win like that. I'm not saying it's a season-ending loss. I'm just saying you got to collect those wins because. Those wins against Kansas, home or away, West Virginia, Baylor, they ain't going to come easy. And and even teams like TCU, that's improved. uh, Iowa State's are always tough. You you can't let games like this slip away if you want to, you know, be contending at the end. And, and you know, I'm not saying it's season ending. I'm just saying uh, now we kind of – I think we do kind of need to get a steal. Like I think we need to win one of those games we're not maybe – pick to win uh, just to kind of get us back in the you know uh, uh over the top hmm. you know because our rpi is going to be good our, our rpi is going to get us up there but but we got to take care of business you know in games like this i know it's on the road and i know it's big 12 but um, yeah that's, that was a tough loss tonight and yeah. hey i
0: hated to see that it, it was a, a tough loss i mean and uh it, o- oklahoma state you know they had a two-point lead at halftime they really uh had had trouble pulling away in the first half when they when they had opportunities to texas shot like 37 percent or 38 percent in the first half and and oklahoma state really could have tried to extend that lead but um you know what what killed them is between the 15 minute and 12 minute mark uh, the second half, they, Texas went on a fifteen zero run, and and of the right. f- on those fifteen points, ten of them were on layups, like wide open layups. Right. And, yeah. And that's just, wide I open. mean, yeah. when when the coaches are going to take the players and go back and watch film, you know, uh, there's going to be so many things of like, well, we could have done this, could have that. But I mean, that that five five minute stretch there is, it was just a backbreaker. It was just. Uh, right. and, 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 the, the crazy thing was, is there was no reason for it. It was just like absolute lapses. Um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't Texas just executing so well. Um, but, but I noticed something during that time and I kind of started watching it the rest of the second half and, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this about Underwood's team and especially this year. And I, I think probably going forward, but, um, his teams if they are not making shots they're going to have trouble winning ball games and i know wow. that's i know that's like a captain obvious thing you've got to make shots but but what i mean when i say that is is there are certain teams that you know they could shoot 46% from the field on a certain night, but they're going to win fifty to forty-eight, and and we could probably immediately think of some of those uh, Sutton and, and Kelvin Sampson battles uh, back in the late '90s and early 2000s, where you know even if we're not going to shoot, we we can find a way to win uh, in the fifties. I I don't think, especially with this team. OSU is not going to win games in the 50s if they're not scoring I know during non-conference a lot was made of how much they were scoring and volume buckets and and all this well I think the truth is if they are not doing that if they're not scoring 75 80 points uh, 85 points. They're they're going to have a hard time competing, and and the reason is because they have no post presence. They, uh, you know that I mean, Gassan, who who's really exceeded my expectations. He's he's getting a wake up call now, and and it's only going to make right. him better. I'm not saying like right, I'm not right. I'm not dogging him, but but it's just the you know things things get real in conference play, and I was listening to the radio broadcast and, and Hunziker mentioned that, how, you know, in non-conference, the opposing coaches aren't really focused on you. They're focusing on me. They're they're focused on their team. How can we make their team better? But once you get in conference play, coaches are are analyzing film to pick you apart. And, and you know, th- those are going to be the challenges that Underwood faces because we know this isn't the most talented team in the Big 12. Um, they, sure. they, they do have talent, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, what, what happens. I will, I will say this. Underwood was, was quoted after the game, and, and this is one thing I think Oklahoma State fans can be happy about, and they can see the culture that's, that is moving into Stillwater, and I would say back into Stillwater, is he said, losing is supposed to hurt. I want these guys to feel bad, and I don't think they feel that bad. Um, which, you know, in, in, in coach speak tells me they're about to run a lot. Um, (laughs) but, (laughs) but, you know, like, it's like you, you want that. And and there's that little bit of old school mentality, I I, I guess, but you know, you want that like losing should hurt. And, and it it got to the point, I think where a lot of the players that were on this team, um, they just get, you get so used to losing that it doesn't it doesn't affect you as much. And so I think that's a battle that Underwood's trying to trying to face and 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 we'll see what happens. What you would,
1: yeah, and what you would think, I mean, it, it's kind of surprising to me be just being the excitement that there's been with the Oklahoma State basketball this season. I mean, the the two losses they had, had previous to the, you know, West Virginia were the North Carolina and the Maryland Maryland mm-hmm. game in which they very well could have won. And North Carolina, you know, even though it wasn't real close, they fought hard in that game, and you know, yeah. I think I think it kind of showed them, you know, what they had done early on in the season and non conference. Hey, you know, we may be young and you know inexperienced, but we, you know, we we have some potential here. So I mean, I, I know they're stuck in that four. That Ford way, and they, you know, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of guys that were on that four team, probably, and saw, you know, are, and, and they got stuck in, you know, in a way, like you said, they're, they're, they're used to losing and, and all this stuff, but it, it does, it kind of shocks me, not really shocks me, but, but I am kind of surprised hearing that, you know, they, that they thought they may not care to lose because, I, you know, that it was a packed house at Gallagher before the West Virginia game. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of excitement around this team and, you know, maybe it's a confidence thing. Maybe they just feel what he mean by is they're, you know, they lost this game and they're just not as confident. So they're not too upset because they just figured they were going to lose. Maybe that's an issue, uh, well, but that's why i say it comes back to, we, we need a big win right now, if anything, to get their confidence rolling. And, you know, and confidence is a big thing. Get a little bit of that swag, you know, Yeah. knowing that you're better than the next team. So, but they'll have a good season. I'm excited about it. And it, it was a tough loss tonight, but uh, I'm sure they'll get back in the, in the wind column here before too long.
0: Yeah, and, and it it you know, like I said, it's not time to jump ship if you're an OSU fan. And I mean this is this is you've gotta see the long picture and the the long game with, with Underwood and what he's trying to do. Um but but you know, the thing I look about it and I and I hope I, I hope, and I know Underwood will think this, and I hope it, it can be proven true, is come into February, into March, it, it is going to be so bitter, that feeling of we blew that game because of a five-minute moment where we just, right. we just totally gave up. And you, you don't think that's going to happen in the end of February. And so hopefully that will serve as motivation of fire. And you, you said they'll, uh, they'll, they'll get a big win. Well, they've got a chance Saturday. They play at Baylor. Um, who's number four and you know, Villanova got beat tonight and uh, you know, a couple other losses. You know, Baylor's sitting there still undefeated, and uh that's gonna be a huge challenge for Oklahoma State, especially down in right. the post. Yeah. Um but
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know, Baylor Baylor comes, you know, they just squeaked by Iowa State, yeah. you know, tonight or yesterday, whenever that was. But uh, you know, see so, you know, and then Look at West Virginia. Everybody talk about how good they were, and how good they look, and then they turn around and lose to Texas Tech. And that right there just shows you it's the Big Twelve. It's conference yeah. play. There, there is you know, unlike you know, football and some other sports. You know, basketball for the most part. You know, take give or take a couple of teams. There's no team, whether you're down or not. You know, there's no team in the Big Twelve that that you can sit and relax on yeah you know pardon me but there's no kansas football teams you know in in big 12 (laughs) basketball uh you got to play you got to play your best against every night a team like texas that wasn't supposed to be good at all you know that's what happens like you said they take those five plays off five easy layups 10 points that's a ball game right there so
0: yeah and uh, you know, uh, uh, Mark Cooper from the Tulsa World I saw uh, tweeted out that right now OU and OSU are the only two Big 12 teams that are 0-2 in conference and and so you know OU they're 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 kind of in a moment where you know we we all believe in Lon Kruger um, but but they're they're going through some big growing pains right now they've lost five in a row uh, they lost last night at TCU sixty to fifty seven and that was kind of the, I I think that was a game very much like OSU's game tonight it'll be a game that come February. Uh, the OU team is going to be like, why did we give that one away? And that's not to take anything right. away from TCU because I think TCU is legitimately a, a real threat at home. And I think they could take a couple on the road this year. They, they, they really, uh, are moving in the right direction. Uh, you know, they took Kansas to, to a, a good battle, uh, in the big 12 opener last week. And so, um, but, but OU, they they've just got to find some consistent scoring beyond Woodard um and even even Woodard they need to to really kind of be probably a little bit more consistent um he's averaging 17 points but but the last couple um he's he's struggled and uh but beyond that um they've they've had their issues and so um it it's 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 going to be interesting of course Woodard you know has been out the last four games and so hopefully this will come to help OU in the long run um but uh it's just been it, it's been a challenge for Lon Kruger.
1: yeah you know they're kind of in that they you know they, they they lost their star in buddy hill last year and they're they're kind of they're trying to they're looking for an identity right now they're looking for you know who's going to be that next you know superstar and and I, and I that's what I've seen so far anyways and I I they just I, I haven't seen anybody um, I mean heck you're getting more production out of the bench guys for Oklahoma you know right now yeah uh, and I don't know if that's because I don't know what the, if they're young and they just you know eventually maybe they'll start taking over some time for the other guys but it's just I think they're just searching for an identity right now. And they're kind of, they're, they're, you know, when you lose your, a big superstar like that, sometimes it takes a little bit to, to, to fit, to find your identity in and, and, and figure out what's going, but Kruger's an amazing coach. He's going to, he'll get those boys going. You know, it may not be this year, you know, maybe it, it may kind of be a law like this up and down all season, but guaranteed you know it's it's kind of a rebuilding i mean you're losing a lot of guys you you lost your star and then you lost what's his name who's Stinking spangler that was there for 17 (laughs) years and felt like at least against osu every time he had career game but you know you lose some of those guys like that and you know you're 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 searching and, and trying to figure things out but he'll he'll get it figured out and and they'll get a couple wins and hopefully they'll kinda of get get the ball rolling a little bit. But TCU, yeah, what are they like ten and two, 12
0: and uh, two? Twelve and two. Yeah, one and one in conference. Yeah, Twelve and two so. and their losses to Kansas. So yeah, I mean they've got it moving in the right direction. And, you know, to to your point, they the the Sooners do have to find a way to to get some scoring beyond Woodard and, and, and really in, in Woodard's absence, um, you know, he, there, there's still no expected timetable for his return or anything like that. And so, but looking at that game against TCU, you know, Latin, who, who they had talked about his improved offensive scoring and stuff. He finished with six points and, and only three rebounds, um, you know, Doolittle came in and uh, had eight points. He he had a, a pretty solid game and uh six boards. But then, you know, even Christian James, the second leading scorer, finished with three points. He was one of ten from the field. Um, they they just have to find someone who can be more consistent uh in that in that number two role behind Woodard and then in the nights when Woodard's not there. Uh, they just they, they have to be able to step up. Otherwise, um, I mean, Jared, they only scored 19 points in the second half against TC. Yeah. Like they, they, they have to find a way um, to, to get get beyond that. And so um, you know, like you said, it's, it, it is a, a Long Kruger team and this may just be one of those years where they have to battle through things. Um, sitting at six and seven right now and so uh, and their next game is at Kansas State. And uh, so it'll be, you know, Lon Kruger goes home, and so it'll be a, a, a interesting test for him once again on the road. And so uh, just kind of continuing to talk about college basketball, I'm looking, you know, Tulsa was playing at Houston tonight, and they ended up losing 64 to 61. Houston's now 12 and 3, 3 and 0 in conference. Tulsa 7 and 7, 1 and 1 in conference. Um, this was a game that the Tulsa got up 32 28. At the half, and uh, just looking at the stats, they they ended up uh, getting outscored uh, by seven in the second half, and and I think Houston's just kind of overall talent probably uh, overtook uh, the Hurricane, and so um, you know Jared, there from what I've seen at Tulsa, they're still they're kind of in that same boat as as OU. They 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 still need consistent scoring, and they're just not finding it.
1: Yeah, I—I'll I, be honest. I haven't got to see a lot, catch up a lot with TU basketball yet. Well, I've kind of been in that transition mode from from football over to basketball, and you know, I've seen that. But, but um, I—I'm just—I don't know. I—I just, I just think I want I want Oklahoma to have one of those years to where every every Oklahoma team, you know, ORU, TU. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Like, wouldn't wouldn't it be amazing if all of us were, you know, playing for the NCAA tournament? And it's it's like you have those years where, like Tulsa, you know, are they up? Are they down? They play good, and then they 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 look like they're, you know, never been on the court before, and and so it's just kind of been. I don't I don't know. I haven't gotten a real good feel for 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 you know, for them yet. I haven't, I haven't, I just can't get a grasp. Heck, I can't even get a grasp on Oklahoma and Oklahoma state yet. So, (laughs) yeah. So it's early on. It's, it's kind of hard to tell right now, kind of where exactly I stand, but, but that's about what I got on them right now. Yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: it's, you know, I mean, you said it, the thing is like the difference between football, college football, college basketball is, you know, non-conference, look at OU, non-conference of football effectively eliminated them from the playoff discussion. And now they're playing probably as good as anyone, um, even including yeah. Alabama, not that they would beat Alabama. But, right. but you know, but the non-conference schedule hindered them, kept them from, from being there. But basketball is a completely different animal. And, you know, they they have the opportunity um, to, to – <sighs> to redeem themselves all these teams do. And you look at Tulsa, and you look at ORU and it's it it is going to be a challenge. Yeah, ORU they they lost their their own two in conference. They lost at Denver 77-73 and then they lost at uh, Indiana Purdue Fort Worth 102 to 91. Um and and in that game, I mean that game was I think a little bit of an anomaly uh, cuz Fort Worth uh or Fort Wayne, sorry, I said Fort Worth, but um, uh, they they hit twenty threes in that game, um, and so it was just kind of a, I mean, I don't know many teams that are gonna, gonna do that, um, but but it's been a struggle for ORU. I mean, they're four and twelve, uh, right now, and so and they played a tough non-conference uh, schedule, but but it's just, uh, for Scott. Over there, it's it's going to be a challenging season. They're on the road again this Saturday uh, at Western Illinois uh, before they they have uh, four consecutive home games, and so. Uh,
1: uh, and I mean, like you said, they're they're not playing no you know sluffs. You know, they they you know, Michigan State. They've they've played some some big name teams, and so you commend them for that. It, but sometimes it, you know, some cra I mean, if you go down through and just look at some of the guys they played. You know, the one thing you could take out of it, you know, regardless of how what their record is and all that, I mean, they're playing teams. You know, they're not just playing, you know, buttermilk university. They're they're going out
0: and, <laughs> buttermilk and you university. know
1: they're playing. Well, <laughs> Well, whatever they're, you know, they're going out there and playing at least tradition rich schools. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you got to commit them for that, and I and I think that's the best way to learn. Yeah, Go out there and, and play against the best.
0: And they're the you know, I mean, I think probably all the state schools can fall into this category. OSU's probably been the most consistent so far um, this year, but but ORU's thing has been consistency. I mean, they went right. on, you know, they lost. Uh, What did they lose? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games in a row in non-conference. But you look at that. um, So they lost against uh, Ole Miss 95 to 88, which, okay, that's, you know, whatever. Well, then they lose to Loyola, Chicago, 78 to 53. You know, like yeah. it's like how do you go from from losing uh, to Ole Miss, you know, by by seven to, to losing by twenty five, and then they lose by twenty one against Montana at home. They lose by fourteen uh, against Tulsa at home. They lose by twenty eight at Oakland University up in Michigan, and it's just like you know the wheels are falling off. Well, suddenly, then they go to to. Uh, uh, Michigan State and the Breslin Center, and they only lose by four, had a chance to win. And you're like, okay, uh. maybe they're putting it together. Well, then they go and they, they lose by 26 to OU. And... Uh, and, and it's just that uphill. And then they go at number 10, Creighton, and only lose by one. They beat uh, Arkansas Little Rock. They hold Arkansas Little Rock to 48 points. They beat Richmond as they go into conference play. And you're like, okay, here we go. They've turned the corner. And now they're sitting here at 0-2 in conference. And so, you know, they, they've got to find a way to get more consistent. And uh, in, in, in because it's weird, like, they'll go from scoring, you know, 60 right. points to scoring 90 points. Exactly. Um, yeah, they, they have to find a way to be more consistent. But um, real fast, Jared, before we go, another team that's been struggling with consistency is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, they lost again uh, tonight uh, to Charlotte. And um, they, they've kind of had a struggle here the last few games, Jared. Yeah, well, I
1: watched that game tonight, and it just – you know, sadly, and sad enough, and I know getting Oladipo has helped, and getting him back, you know, he's definitely a, a, a contributor to the team. But it just goes to show you how, how Westbrook plays is is how the team's gonna gonna do. Yeah. And, and even though you know tonight, you know, I, I, I'm not looking at stats. I, I what do he have? Thirty three points? Yeah, Some, th- something something like that. Thirty
0: three and fifteen.
1: Yeah, thirty-three and fifteen. I think probably like seven assists yeah, or so. Eight. I mean, st- st- eight. The stat line looks decent, but when you look how many shots he took, yeah, you know, and he, he was just he just had an off night. I mean, you know, when you're going to the the score line to shoot your, your you know your your technical fouls and you're missing those, you know, it's just it was just an off night for him and and sadly enough, you know, and then you get you got guys like um, Adams, who's just going off tonight. I mean, he was yeah. just, I think him and, uh, Cantor's play combined. I think it was Canner. Um, uh, I think they combined for like 40 some points, you know?
0: Uh, yeah. 40, 40. Exactly. Uh, Adams yes. had 18 and Canner had
1: 22. Yeah. So, I mean, you get to play from those, but then you just can't get it done, you know, I, and I don't know what the, you know, they were ranting, raving about how bad the officiating was, but, and there was some, it was pretty ticky tacky. They're coming uh, a few times, you know, Westbrook got frustrated. I know not getting any calls and then, but it's just when it comes down to it, it, you know, the game is not in the officials hands and you, you got to make plays. And, and right now they're just, and let me tell you, they're, they needed this win tonight because now they're about to go on that stretch where you know we got Houston coming up and we we have yet to uh, well, I don't think we beat them this year, have we? Uh no. They've owned, and they are hot right now. Yeah. I mean, they're playing yeah. they're playing hot and you got, you know, uh, Harden who's playing MVP type basketball right now. I mean, I mean, and you guys got those other guys coming up. They're they're on a stretch right now. They they really needed a win like tonight. They needed to get that that win because this next stretch, a few days, ain't going to be easy.
0: Yeah, and and I do take that back. We did beat Houston at home, one hundred five, one hundred three, back in November. Okay, that's um, right. But that's that was right. that was before they because they are. I mean, they're just smoking hot right now. Um, but so that was before then, and they've they've been close games uh, with right. Houston. Uh, but this one, so yeah, they're at Houston, home against Denver, at Chicago. Host Memphis at Minnesota. Are are their games coming up? And so there, there, th- th- this 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 run here, um, it, it's it'll be a challenging run. But the I I think you know the opportunities are there for them to 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 pick up some wins. Um, sure, you've got to imagine like that. Looking ahead to that Memphis game, that was you know at Memphis last week is when Russ got ejected. And, uh, and the wheels just completely fell off. They had already fallen off by the time he got ejected. But um, Right. And, you know. and
1: we all knew this it was kind of coming when when he's having to play to the intensity that he's playing every single game and, you know, he, he doesn't have that, you know, a Durant, you know, to fall back on, you know, he's going to get frustrated when, you know, guys aren't making shots. Yeah. And, you know, I think you sometimes feel like, is anybody going to help me?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah,
1: and so you knew it was kind of coming. You knew you're going to have games like that. It just uh, hopefully, those are limited.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's that's going to be the key for the Thunder, I think. I mean, you know, they're sitting at 21 and 15. They're 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 still in in prime position. Um, but but the key this year for them is they've got to be able to 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 level these these shaky moments off. Um, you can't let it, uh, losing two games at Milwaukee, at Chicago, two games you probably could have, could have won. Um, you know, at least as far as the team matchup goes, you can't let those two losses go into, okay, uh, Houston and then, you know, uh, division rival and Denver and then, you know, at Chicago, Dwayne Wade and that whole business. And so yeah. you can't, you can't just let it begin to spiral this early in the season, um, and so it's the, they, they need, you know, they need Adams and, and Cantor to keep doing what they're doing, but they, they've got to find someone who can be just so reliable when Russ is not having a good night. Because you, you said right. that there's no Durant there for him to rely on or for to take over. And, uh, so somewhere, um, Russ has to be able to trust somebody for the nights that he's not doing it. And so it'll be interesting to see who steps up or, or if Russell let that happen, <laughs> um, you know, but uh, you know, cause Russ is Russ and, and he does right. what but he I, does. You know,
1: I, I, I think there's the point to where he, I think he will to a point because I think he'll be like, please, yeah. somebody yeah. take over, like help. I'm, 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 Guy, you know, you're starting to see a little limp in his walk now just because he just looked like he's exhausted. Yeah. And you know, I just think he just,
0: he's he has to be able to trust somebody. And I don't know if right now <laughs> Right. you know, obviously, right, yeah. you know, right. I think you can trust Adams and Canner, but they're but their their issue is as as pure post players, they're not I mean, they're they're not gonna have the ball in their hands unless Russ puts it in their hands. Exactly. Um, you know, and so, you know, there's there's gotta be someone You know whether it's Oladipo or you know just one of these young guys, um, some somebody's got to be able to step up. You know I saw where, uh, Payne play. He's he's on assignment with the Blue and he played uh, last night. And uh, I don't know how many games he's going to play down there, but so hopefully Payne will be back, um, because that'll that'll definitely ease uh, some of that second team pressure. And uh, you know, might give, might be able to give Russ some more, some more uh, minutes on the bench uh, in in some of these games. So, uh, still a long way to go. I mean, you know, you're 36 games into an 82 game season. So, uh, you know, still, still a long way to go. But, but it's it, it'll be interesting to see how Russ's body holds up um, over the course of this season. Well, Jared, I think we probably ought to. Uh, wrap this up. It's been a another thrilling episode of the Oklahoma Sports Show, and uh, we are we are officially done with college football as far as the state goes. Um, we have a rematch in the national championship game, but uh, you know, all I can say is go Tigers. And uh,
1: yeah, thank everybody saying that. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, but but so that's it for the Oklahoma Sports Show. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at OK Sports Show. Hit us up at OklahomaSportsShow at gmail.com. Go to OklahomaTalking.co. Find past episodes. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and all that stuff. And, Jared, before we go, do you got anything else you would like to throw at us?
1: Yes, real quick, I want to give that last-minute shout-out to the Oklahoma State Cowboy wrestling team. Uh, I just want to uh, commend them on the performance down there in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. They were in the the, uh, Southern Scuffle. Jason, we—I don't know if you were able to see any of this—but we we took all ten starters to the semifinals. Seven of them got into the finals. Uh, four, of them, four of them won. Uh, just real quick: Kate Brock, Hill, Kalika, uh, Rogers—all all champions. We blew the margin. I mean, we set records down yeah. in Chattanooga. Um, I think by like a 72-point margin, which was the largest margin uh, in the history of that tournament. So. Cowboys are looking good. Uh, every expectation um, has them contending for the national title. Um, I don't, I don't have much on OU wrestling right now, but um, that's just because um, right now the Cowboys are just on a roll, and hopefully they can, uh, they can kind of keep that up. So, yeah, good shout out to the Cowboys. Big match still. with
0: Iowa coming up here before too yep. long. So, yeah, uh, so it, it'll be a good, good challenge, and they, they are rolling right now and so we are going to go ahead and roll out of here we hope you have a great week and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode so for jerry kennedy i'm jason evans and we will see you later
1: see you